Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio, episode 17. Today's show, we're going to tell you all about AEW All Out. I guess this is a year from all in, right? Well, my name is Matt Sin, and I'm here with my friends Chris Cumby and Kyle Pauly. Chris comes before Kyle because we're all full of charisma. Huh? Huh? No. <laughs> Today is August 27th, 2019, and Chris is here to tell you about this day in wrestling history. This day in wrestling history. So, uh, this day in wrestling history, 19 years ago, so that is the year, in the year 2000, we had a, uh, yeah, it was from Conan Conan O'Brien, no? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, thank you. Uh, So, in the year 2000, SummerSlam. That was, uh, like I said, 19 years ago today. Some of the really um, uh, things that are very memorable, uh, you have Chris Benoit defeating Chris Jericho in a uh, best out of three falls match. So I know it's illegal to use that name, but we can on our show. Yes. Um, Edge and Christian defeated the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys in a TLC match to win the Tag Team Championship. And this was the first of the three TLC matches between these three tag teams. That was the one, right? That was the spear to Jeff Hardy while he was holding on to the belt? I, believe, I think so. I believe so. This is the first one. So this was a big deal. Wow. And then uh, the, the 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 headline was The Rock defeating Triple H and Kurt Angle uh, in a triple threat match for the WWF Championship. Also a good match. And uh, finally, wanted to wish a happy birthday to the 71-year-old Sergeant Slaughter. Wow. 71. 71, my friend. 71. I wonder if he's still an Iraqi sympathizer. I don't think so. I think he's moved on from that. Yeah, yeah they dropped that pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a couple decades. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. So let's talk about All Out, guys. There's a lot of cool cool matches that's going to happen, and I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't been this excited for a pay-per-view since, well, since Double or Nothing, I suppose. Uh, but I'm, I'm super, super stoked. How are you guys feeling about it so far? I think it's going to be great. Um, we've got some of the, especially the, the, the big name matches. Yeah. Although we've found, I mean, we, we've seen it firsthand, AEW, even the, <laughs> the load car matches. You're like, holy smokes, that oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um... I think it'll be they've they've put on it great shows so far, so there's no reason I don't think this will be any different. And it's starting to lead in their TV, so they might even step it up a little bit more. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Do either of you think there will be a big surprise return? I honestly, with Moxley out, I kind of think Pac was going to be that guy. So now I don't think we're going to get a big surprise return since Pac is in the match with uh, uh, Kenny Omega. But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, if CM Punk, if he, he'd be the one, if there was like going to be a big, if they wanted to do like an earth shattering reveal, I know that's like, you know, wishful thinking, but it's possible. It's in Chicago. You know, it's, it's, it's totally possible. I think we're going to get about 8 million CM Punk chants. Yeah. Throughout yeah. the entire pay-per-view. I don't think so. You know, everyone kept asking him about him. He said, no. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I think uh, we'll get there, but I think that there may be a surprise entrance into the women's battle royal. But other than that, I can't see anything other than that. You know, I would love for CM Punk to be there. I was saying he's going to be there the whole time until one of you pointed out, oh, those stars in the All Out logo, those uh, those are Chicago's flag. It's not like CM Punk's thing. (laughs) And me, being the absolute genius that I am, said, oh, because I had no idea. I had no clue. Yeah. I don't know state flags. <laughs> I hope that he's there. CM Punk is one of my favorites of all time. He's not going to be there. He's not going to be no there. There's no way. Yeah, if I had to put money on it, I'd say not. But, I mean, if they were going to, you know, do something, that'd be the thing to do. Yeah. I think anything, anything less than that, because like Chris said, they're probably going to be chanting it like crazy. So if if they're going to do a surprise, I think that's the only one they can really pull off. Yeah, they can't do anyone... There's no one left, I think, that, that they could really, you know, would really get a big pop. Um, so at this point, if you're getting anyone else, just save it for the TV show. Yeah. 
So uh, we're going to get into some predictions, and we're historically good at predictions with Fight for the Fallen and SummerSlam and Stomping Grounds. We only missed three or four each out of all three pay-per-views. If you if you legally if you legally bet, listen to the rest of the show because we're about to tell you what to do. So let's jump right in. We're going to start with a pre-show, and we're going to do Angelico and Jack Evans versus Private Party. Kyle, uh, my money's on Angelico and Jack Evans on this one. Uh, I think they've worked obviously well as a team, uh, but they haven't picked up a signature win since they've been in AEW, and they were kind of a heralded signing when they first came in. So I think this is where they pick up their first win to open the show. The thing with Angelico and Jack Evans, along with a lot of the AEW talent, is there haven't been that many shows yet. So I don't think it's that bad for you not to have a win yet. I don't think they've won a single match, if I'm correct. But the reality is, tonight's well, yeah, tonight. They, they've been on two pay-per-views so far and haven't won a match. So that's yeah. why I'm thinking, yeah. And they, and they perform well, too. So uh, they've definitely done well in their matches they've been in. They just haven't gotten the win. So I think this will be the one where they finally get it. Yeah, I, I do agree. I think they're going to pull it off. I think that um, at All Out, they will they'll get their first one under the belt. And Private Party's young. It's okay for them to lose. I, I think they're going to get a little bit of a push as well. But I think this night will be in Helico and Jack Evans. Chris? So I think part of the reason uh, why I am, am doing pretty well in my picks is that I don't really know much about these guys. <laughs> and so I think I overthink things on the WWE because we know them so well. But we'll get to know them more when the TV show starts. So based on that alone, in Helico and Jack Evans. We're going to move into match number two, and it will be the second match in the pre-show, and it will be the Casino Battle Royal. Be, excuse me. Casino Battle Royale for the women. Uh, and, and honestly, I'm really excited for this. I love, I think my favorite match of all time is the Royal Rumble. And I love any battle royal that that means something. I can care less if there's 30 guys in the ring at the beginning and everyone's thrown out and there's three or four that could actually win the match. But this is really cool because I, I'm not confident that everyone will be announced before the actual show starts. And at this point, I think we have nine or ten. So here, let me let me read what we got right now. Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Allie, Brandy, Ivalice, Jazz, Big Swole. Big Swole? Big Swole. Right. Sadie Gibbs, and the daughter of Rowdy Roddy Piper, Till Piper. So rest one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine right now. Uh, so we got 12 more to go. And we've got, what, today's Tuesday, so we've got five days to fill it. I, I don't, I, I think that's probably all they'll announce. Like we hope to see Awesome Kong, right? And some of the Japanese girls, but. No, I, I don't know. I'm pretty positive Awesome Kong will be there. Yeah, I do too. Now, before we actually announce who we think will be the winner, uh, tell me, Kyle, who do you think a big return could be in this match or, or debut? I'm trying to think who who like the free agent women are. I don't know. I could see – I was hoping that um, Tennille would come to AEW, but she signed with Impact. And uh, Impact's got a really good women's division going on over there. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say because they're, like I said, they Impact has a really good women's division. Uh, WWE's strengthened theirs up by getting people like Tony Storm and like Santana Garrett recently and stuff like that um, over in NXT. They're, they've done a good job of getting more women in, and it's kind of AEW's their women's division hasn't really taken shape yet. They have obviously had women on there like Allie and Brandy, Britt Baker. Uh, what's what's her name? Is Bria Presley? B Priestley. B Priestley. That's it. She you know made her debut in the last show, so it's just kind of been they haven't had much of a division debut of like who's staying and who's going to be you know right part of it. I think this will build towards that, but I don't I don't know who would be like a surprise person. Do you have anybody, Chris? I have no idea. I have someone actually. Oh, okay. I, I would really like, and I, I think technically she's retired, but Jazz is here. I'd really like to see Victoria or Tara from TNA, however you want to say Why? it. Why? Hmm. I, I, I love Victoria. I th- always thought she did a really good job, and she always got these stupid gimmicks, like whenever they did, like, you know, she was part of the the sexy women time, so they would always, like, 
be wearing these sexy costumes. Then they put her in like a turkey outfit or something stupid. She deserves so much better than that. And she did such a good job. And I, I'd really love to see her show up. I don't know if she, she might be a surprise entrant for sure. And I think she has, didn't she used to have a pizza place in Chicago? She, she might be from Chicago. I'm pretty sure that's where her, she had like a pizza parlor and it was in Chicago, I believe. Well, cool. So is she, she could be a surprise. I don't think she would be like a permanent person in their uh, division, but I could see her making an entrance for sure. I take it back. AJ Lee. She's coming out guys. If, <laughs> if Punk is there. The CM Punk surprise, right? <laughs> or, yeah. Is CM Punk here? Oh, AJ Lee's here. Like, all right. If CM Actually, Punk doesn't show up, people would friggin' riot. I would, uh, if if Punk was planning on coming and AJ was in for it, I, w- I might put her in here because that would kind of, it would give it away, but you'd almost be waiting for the moment. It, it could almost start like a buzz before, you know, it even happened and, you know, people would start talking and get more people to tune in. It'd be, yeah. it'd be such a tease guy. I mean, it would just, yeah, yeah it would really get it started. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, I want you to tell me who you think will win this match and if you could choose who would win the match, and it doesn't have to be one of the nine women listed, um, I, I, I don't. I think the winner is not going to be who is one of the people listed. If I had to choose between the people listed, it would probably be between Britt Baker and and Allie. Britt Baker seems to be someone that they're really pushing to kind of be the the face of the women's division. I feel right. I really think that if Awesome Kong is in this match, she's going to win. So I'm going to go with Awesome Kong. Okay. And I think she probably will be in the match. Kyle, you want to go? So I was looking over the, um, I just pulled up the women's roster uh, just to see like who could possibly be in. So we got B Priestley, Awesome Kong. They, I don't think they've been actually announced. Leva Bates, Kylie Ray, Penelope Ford. I don't think they've been announced. No. Um, but they're listed on the roster. So I think they would definitely make an appearance. I'd be real surprised if Kylie Ray wasn't in it. She's been pretty heavily featured. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she will be. But if I had to put money on somebody, I would go with Britt Baker just because they kind of – she didn't win last month in their in their tag match. So I, uh, I'm i thinking that she might get the nod here since they're kind of built her as the centerpiece of the division or they seem to kind of be you know teasing about going that way. So either either her or I could easily see someone like Awesome Kong or uh, Nyla Rose winning it. Yeah, Brandy might be a shot, but I I wouldn't want to see her in that position. I I think it needs to be somebody who's a little bit better of a worker that goes into yeah. the women's title match. So I'm going with Britt Baker. Okay, um, if I could choose who would win this match, I love Ivalice, and I I've always been high on her. She was really really great in Lucha Underground. She got a raw deal in WWE developmental. Right. She's not going to win, but I would love to see her win. And honestly, you kind of took my thunder away a little bit, but I think Brandy's winning here. And the reason I think she's winning is because at Fight for the Fallen, Awesome Kong was in her corner. And I think that they're really going to push her as a major heel, and then she will lose to the winner of the the Japanese women match that is happening later in the night. Uh, so I think Brandy, Brandy's going to take it. Yeah, I could totally see her winning it in some way. Like maybe Awesome Kong does a number on Britt Baker and Britt like managed to eliminate her and Brandy sneaks in or something and throws her over. Yeah. I could see something like that happening for sure. Yeah. But I kind of hope not. (laughs) Okay. Next match. This one's going to be a good one. We have Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus SoCal Uncensored. Chris, you want to start this one? So I, I think that I'm trying to remember from July. Matt, help me remember this. Did Jungle Boy, did they win their match? No. Uh-uh. Okay. The Dark Order won that Fatal 4-Way right. try, which was awesome. That's right. That's right. And then SoCal Uncensored, they did not win either. No. They lost to uh, Pentagon and Phoenix. So this is a tough one. Um, again, it, it's it's hard <laughs> It's hard to predict these when there's no continuity. Right. When it's just a random show uh, with with not a lot of story to help to help pick that. I, I think SoCal and Censor is going to win primarily because they have such a good good teamwork between the three of them. I mean, they've been together for a long time, 
and right. and you know jungle boy and the luchasaurus and the other little shreppy dude um they don't uh <laughs> they haven't been together quite as long so i'm gonna go with socal uncensored marco stunts five two by the way he's a small boy that's he that's is. short it's <laughs> short uh, go ahead kyle I I'm going to go with jungle boy, Luchasaurus and Marco stunt. Uh, I think they put on a hell of a show, the last show, but dark order had to win that match. But I feel like jungle boy is one of their star players. And uh, especially leading up to TV, I think they need to pick up this win. SoCal and censored, you know, kind of been on a roll, but you know, they're veterans of the game. I think they're going to give it to the young kids for this one. So I'm going with stunt. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. This one's so hard to call because Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy have really been pushed. And if you've been watching Being in the Elite, you know that. You know how how much the crowd is behind these guys. But man, SCU is just one of the few guys, one of the few, they are just a few guys in the roster that are really, really over with not just necessarily hardcore wrestling fans. People that have been watching wrestling for years, even if you're not a hardcore fan, have probably heard of Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian because they've been all over the place. They were headlining TNA back in the day. Uh, This is really hard. If this was a WWE match, I would say SCU no matter what. I just don't know. I'm going to pick SCU anyway. I'm going to go for it. Uh, This is a really difficult one to call. I really think it could go either way. Okay. All right, next match. And this is, as in, this next match is for the, uh, they will face the winner of the Women's Casino Battle Royal for the women's title. Now, before we get into this, and it's, it's Riho versus Hikaru Shida. I was okay with the Casino Battle Royal being an entrant into the world title match, and then Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho getting the other entrant, because I think they're easily the two biggest stars in AEW. Right. But what has Riho or Hikaru Shida done to, you know, get basically win a match and you get a shot at the title? I would have been okay if Riho and Britt Baker won their tag match at Fight for the Fallen. They were both undefeated, and they go, you know what? You're both three and zero. Go one on one, and the winner gets to go into the women's championship match. But this is really confusing to me because Hikaru Shida only had only had one match and and they won but they had one match a double or nothing now that this is her second match she could win and she goes straight into the women's title picture it's just strange to me yeah but she was awesome she was awesome (laughs) and she's been wrestling a long time so that has something to do with it i guess but i don't don't know am am i being too nitpicky yes very (laughs) i mean i i i get it for sure but they're starting out this division off so I think until they kind of get legs underneath it, it's kind of fine with me. So we'll we'll see what they do. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. I will actually predict this one first because I haven't gone first yet. And as much as I love Riho, Higa Rashida's just in a better spot. I think that she will win this match, and I think she will be the first AEW Women's Champion. I'm going to go with um, Shida as well because she is listed on the women's roster on AEW's website. And Riho is not. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, that. I like that. I like that. That's good. That's, that's good. good. That's good reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, I'm going with uh, Hikarushita as well. Um, and the reason why is because of that match. She, she carried that match. She was, oh, yeah, the match was great, but she was amazing. She was incredible. And I don't listen, I'm not going to pretend like I know as much as you guys do when it comes to the independent scene. Cause I don't, I'll be the first to admit it. I don't know these guys like, like y'all do, but just from what I've seen from her, it was awesome. Yeah. She's amazing. And she deserves, <laughs> she deserves to win this match. Okay. Okay. So here's where things really start to get interesting because I think that of these last, what, six matches, we'll have some pretty strong opinions on these because we, we really know these guys a little better. So, for the, uh, what, what was it called? This is the Cracker Barrel, well, this is a name for it, the Cracker Barrel Clash. Mm-hmm. It's a triple threat sponsored by Cracker Barrel. And it is 
the bad boy Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. Chris, you want to start? Well, I'm going to say that from this match on, you're, you have the candidate for match of the night. Yep. You know, the ones that we've already selected, they're going to be good because we've already discussed this. All the yeah. matches have been good. But I think this one's going to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's just their style. It's they're, they're fun to watch. But with, with what Darby Allen did against Cody Rhodes and how over he got in that one match... I think that that's going to propel him to win this match. I think that he's probably the favorite. I know there's a big push for Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc. Everyone kind of, everyone likes each one of them in their own way. Yeah. But I think Darby Allen has that that momentum and that push. And honestly, between the three of them, he's like he's like the smallest one. Right. So he kind of has that underdog feel, yet he is probably the one that everyone wants to win yeah so i'm gonna go with darby allen so what's interesting about this match is i feel like joey janela and jimmy havoc already have a pretty decent following and i feel like before he came to aew no one really knew who darby allen was and chris and i were at fight for the fallen and i will tell you that he got one of the biggest pops of the night I mean, people were chanting his name, wanting him to get tagged in. And I'm really surprised that he's the one that took the fall. I really think he'd go either way. He was a big Evolve star, wasn't he? Yeah. uh, Gosh, I I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Gabe Sapolsky? Yeah. But but either way, it's hard for me because I feel like they really want to give the win to Joey Janela. And also, it's AEW, so they might be like, we're not going to do the obvious thing. We're going to give it to Jimmy Havoc. But man, I feel like if they don't give this win to Darby Allen, that they're really missing out here. Because I think if Joey or Jimmy gets the win, people will be like, all right, that was kind of expected. But if Darby gets this win and he gets even half the reception that he did at Fight for the Fallen, people will go ballistic. And I I really think that he, if he gets the win here, it will propel him. While for the other two guys, they'll kind of be at the same spot of the card, win or lose. I think Darby needs to win here. All right. I uh, I kind of agree with both of you guys. I think Darby Allen should win this match. I think the fans are going to be behind him. It's going to be a crazy match. Uh, I kind of don't like the – it's just very TNA sub-brand, like the Cracker Barrel thing. Like yeah. It comes <laughs> off as kind of B-show-ish. I think it's fine for this match because I know that they're just going to fill those barrels or whatever of the Cracker Barrel things right. with weapons. And it'll make it okay. But if they make this like a regular thing, I could see the fans turning on this and just kind of rolling their eyes. Like it seems like such a, like like I said, a TNA thing to do or somebody who uh, is like desperate for money. So they're just reaching out to anybody else who will sponsor this. And didn't they do this for the Kenny Omega Jericho match? They had like the barrel in the ring. Yeah. And they like rolled like that, the barrel. That kind of, Bro, yeah. Right. Like that kind of thing is just weird. Uh, for this match, I think it's okay. And I hope they don't do like a regular cracker barrel thing. I think my grandparents are the only thing that like really like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I love some Cracker Barrel. I also love Cracker Barrel. I don't love it, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place to eat on the side of the highway, you know. Exactly. That's when you eat Cracker Barrel. The next the next match will be the chicken. I don't and want dumplings. no Cracker Barrel in my wrestling ring. <laughs> It'll be the uh, chicken and dumplings dare or something stupid like okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. And he did wrestle for Evolve, by the way, for three years. Yeah. So, but I, I agree that I don't think they gave him a draw against Cody for no reason. Right. I think he's going to win this match and he's going to, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you guys think the odds are that there is blood in this match? Very high. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's a safe bet. Like if there's a bet for no blood or blood in this match. Yeah, we, we vote all for blood. We don't have that. Yes. We all vote blood. <laughs> How about there this? will be blood. The fried chicken challenge. That's the next one. What about the buttermilk biscuit? Buttermilk biscuit battle royal. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. And, and so after you get eliminated, you've got 30 seconds to eat 30 biscuits. And if you can do it, you can get back in the ring. <laughs> sure. <Wow. laughs> that, that's, that's a different level there, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, so the next match, we, we're going to move on. The, the next match is for a bye in the tag team tournament. 
and we've got the best friends versus the Dark Order. And I want to tell you guys something about my wife real quick. So we've been watching Road to All. I hope it's true. I it, hope it's it is true. true. It is true. If not, I'm sure we'll get a we'll we'll get a call. You know, <laughs> but we've been watching Road to All Out, and when they had the best friends intro, where they were like flying the kite and everything. She thought that was the greatest thing. She even told me again last night. She's like, that's by far the best thing they've done. They've done all this like super awesome, serious stuff. And that's what made her the happiest. And honestly, like it was one of my favorite segments too. The whole thing was great. Uh, Chris, why don't you get us started with this match? So I'm going to be honest. I like the best friends. I do too. I didn't at first, but they, they won me over real quick. When, when we went to the Daytona event, uh-huh. you know, they were in that, uh, I think it was like a fatal four-way tag team yeah, they won that match. I know, and it was funny because no one was rooting for them. Everyone's, so I was like, well, I'm going to root for the best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I start rooting for them, and they won. It was great. So I, I like the best friends. I think they work well together, although the dark, I, I think the Dark Order is going to win. And, and we've talked about this you know, already, that the Dark Order has had such a, a big push, and they've shown up, and they've just done some really cool, crazy things. I think that... For them to not get the win, it'd be kind of awkward. So I think Dark Order will win. It's going to be a good match, but I think the Dark Order will win. Okay, Kyle? I also think the Dark Order are going to win this match for that very reason. They've been getting the push. Uh, they kind of, they've been building building up, building them up, you know, with the entrance when they first debuted and um, giving them wins already. So I think they're going to move on and defeat the best friends. I think the best friends will control this match mostly. And uh, Dark Order will sneak out a victory somehow. I think that when you have a tag team match or a singles match where the winner gets a bye, generally the heels get the win. Winner Dark Order. All right. We're getting into the real good stuff. Cream of the crop. It's getting even better, guys. How is this possible? We have the perfect 10. Peyton Royce's husband, Sean Spears. (laughs) Versus Cody Rhodes. Chris? So you want me to go first again? Why not? Go for it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. You know, this is probably the hardest. This is the absolute hardest for me to choose. I've had a really hard time coming up with a decision. And even to this point, I have not come up with one. Okay. And the reason why is Cody made a comment at the opening press conference that wins and losses are going to matter here. Right. But I don't think he really believes that. Okay. And this is, what I, this is what I mean. I think Cody Rhodes is fine with losing because he doesn't have to win. Right. He's already over. Cody Rhodes is a known name. He, and, and he's a known worker. And everyone knows that he is one of the best there is right now. But they're trying to push Sean Spears. And they're trying to legitimize him i think adding tully blanchard is a huge push for him and i think that that's going to help propel him to win i think it's going to be a dirty win and i think this is going to be one of those 20 minute time limit and wins at 19 minutes and 58 seconds but i think sean spears will win in a dirty heel way but the perfect 10 takes the win okay kyle I'm going to disagree with you, Chris, uh, just in the sense that I think Cody Rhodes does believe that wins and losses are going to matter, but more towards how they want to push the stories forward. I agree with you that Cody can lose here and still be over, so it won't hurt him as much. But as far as pushing the story forward, I think Sean Spears has to win. If he comes in and loses to Cody right away, especially with Tully in his corner, I don't see anywhere for this to go. He, you know, he's coming in talking a big game. He attacked Cody with a chair. If he comes in and gets beat right away, then he's back down to what he was when he was in WWE, which is just kind of a you know nobody. So I think Sean Spears is going to win this match. The problem with Sean Spears winning this match is I don't want AEW to pull a TNA and take a guy in WWE that was a mid-carder at best and push him to the moon. John Moxley's obviously a very different situation. He was a main eventer for most of his time in WWE. He's a world champion. What did Ty Dillinger do other than put on great matches in NXT and receive a big pop to come in at number 10 at the Royal Rumble? 
Honestly, I think Sean Spears. You married Peyton Royce? Yeah. Well, not 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 bad, right? Way to go, Sean. Way <laughs> to go, buddy. You're a I, winner. He's a winner at life. Okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and he's got contacts in, so he's the new Roman Reigns. Oh. <laughs> I uh I think Sean Spears is winning this match, but I'm not sure he should. Because he's absolutely not beating John Moxley on TV in the second week. Not absolutely no. not happening. No. But I don't think he can lose both matches. So I think Sean Spears is winning here. But since we're all agreeing, and I know we've been agreeing a lot, Kyle, tell me why Cody should win this match. But Kyle, before you do that, can I just say something to what Matt said about... Yeah, Sean? go for it. No. <laughs> Wait, I thought I was the heel. Uh, I, uh, I I don't think that their goal is to make him into a major superstar. You, you know how you said you don't want him to do the TNA where they pull like a mid-carter and, and push him into the main? Yeah. I don't think that's the goal. I think they're just trying to make a really good story. Okay. And I think that I think that between Cody and Sean Spears that they can have a really good story without making him the next champion. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that they're going to build this into something really good without any title shot. Okay. So that's what I mean when I think, I don't think that their goal is to be like TNA in that, but I think they're going to have, I think this could be a really good story. Okay. Yeah. I and I, I kind of agree with that. I think it'd be different if they were bringing him in and putting him up against Adam Page or Chris Jericho in the main event. I wouldn't want him to win and wouldn't think he should or wouldn't think he would win that match, if that made any sense. I, th- I think, you know, bringing him in and having him win over Cody to kind of kick him off uh, in AEW, I think it's perfectly fine. Like I said, I don't think you should bring him in and make him lose right away because it just kind of knocks him right back down to where he was or lesser in WWE. And then where do you go with the guy from there? So, and Cody is behind the scenes guy. Uh, I don't think he wants the spotlight. I think he wants to put on good matches and have good programs. So I don't think this is like a spotlight match, but they want to build up Sean Spears to make him a serious competitor, which I'm fine with. As far as Cody winning this match, I don't know. Like it, like I said, it's kind of hard for me to say because I don't see how they can let Sean Spears lose this match. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard for me to say why Cody would win. The only thing I could think is if Cody just beat him clean and, you know, Sean attacked him after the match and like injured him or something. And uh, maybe that, because Sean is the heel you would think in this match. Of course, you kind of don't know how Cody's going to be when he gets in the ring. Right. You would think that Sean would be the heel in this match and Cody could pick up the victory clean and be the better man. And then Sean take his anger out on him after the match and, you know, injure him or put him out of commission and then vow to like go on a rampage or something. And then he could go from there. But I still think him losing clean would be not ideal. Yeah. Before we or, move on, or, or you okay, know, or even MJF could get involved if if Cody were to pull off a, a win, like MG, MJF could get involved and interfere with Spears and cause that to be something, you know? Yeah, they could. I really don't like the. Um, I know MJF and Cody Rhodes are like they were buddies or whatever, but I'm just and I've I've talked about this before when we talked about AEW. I'm just not a fan. If Cody's going to be heel, I think he should be a heel. Like, I feel like he's going, he's been a babyface since, you know, AEW started, but I didn't like how he came out and worked against his brother of being a heel when he was kind of playing the babyface role leading into the match. And I mean, here's another scenario where he should be the babyface. So I'm assuming that he will be, but, you know, will he come out there and work with, you know, low blows and eye pokes and that kind of thing. And then have a heel like MJF, who's clearly a heel come out and play a baby face, like to help him out. Or it's just all kind of confusing to me. So I hope he doesn't get involved. I hope he just kind of, I'm I'm fine with him sitting back and kind of watching and commenting on what's going on from afar. But as far as if Cody Rhodes is going to be more of the baby face in this role, I don't really want them paired together. They, They should really put MJF on the commentary for this match. That would be awesome. Well, yeah. remember, Cody can bring one person to his corner. Sean Spears is going to have Tully, and Cody is going to have who? Well, maybe MJF. Yeah, either MJF or Brandy. Because Brandy's going to be in the match earlier, so maybe she won't be involved. Yeah. Or or he could bring uh, Dustin. I was about to say, or his brother, yeah. You know how I would love for it to be since uh, he, Sean Spears has Tully? CM Punk? Well, that'd be Arn nice. Anderson. <laughs> I Arn Anderson, say it. I would love it to be 
Arn Anderson. All right. There you let's, go. Let's there it is. On. Let's move on. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Double A. Since AEW doesn't have their own tag team championship, we have a AAA World Tag Team Championship match with the Lucha House Party. Just kidding. With the Lucha Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> Pentagon Jr. and Lucha. Phoenix, Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks. This is going to be a ladder match, and a who boy. This is what I think will be the match of the night. I mean, man, those two main events are going to be good, but oh man, this is going to be the match of the night for me. Kyle, I'll let you start since I've I've been you know, forgetting about you, apparently. But who, who you got this match? I don't know, Chris. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> well, sure. I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, especially since they have TV coming up, I don't really get why they're doing another. I get for the very first show they did the, they had the AAA tag team titles on the line, I believe. Yeah. I don't really get why they're doing it again here, but whatever. Uh, I think the Lucha Brothers are going to win because they're going to hold on to the belts. I don't really see why the Bucks would win it. Yeah, I think it's... Like you said, going to be an awesome match, but I don't think it's going to be a match tonight. Okay. Chris? I agree. I, I think the Lucha Brothers are going to win this. I think that on the last pay-per-view, the Young Bucks looked really strong uh, when they beat uh, you know Cody and, and, and Dustin. However, the Lucha Brothers looked even better to me. The way that they stood and, and said, you know, called out the Young Bucks, I think that that gives them the edge here. So I'm, I'm going with the Lucha Brothers as well. The great thing is that Fight for the Fallen, the Lucha Brothers did their entire promo in Spanish. 90% of the people in that crowd couldn't understand a word they were saying, and we all ate it up. It was absolutely incredible. I think the Lucha Brothers are going to win here, but considering we all agreed, I'm going to tell you why the Young Bucks will win. So the Young Bucks not only are basically running the show with a couple of the other guys, but they are arguably the most well-known tag team in all of wrestling, right? I mean, of actual tag teams, think of WWE, because there's no one else in the independence that you can argue for. Who in the WWE would be more well-known than the Young Bucks? It would be like the Revival, maybe the New Day? The New Day. But the New Day is not even a fair choice because, I mean, are they really a tag team? They're a faction, and they've got the World Heavyweight Champion in their faction, so... I don't, I don't know, man. I think the Young Bucks might be the most respected and well-known tag team in, in all of wrestling. So it wouldn't surprise me if they won this match, but I think the Lucha Brothers will win it. I think they'll eventually sign exclusively with AEW. Maybe they'll have a couple matches in Mexico every once in a while, but I don't think they'll hold on to these, these titles long. I think they'll drop them here in a couple months so they can really get on the road with AEW. Now, if this was for the AEW tag team titles, I'd probably pick different. Yeah, I probably but would. But because it's the AAA tag titles, I'd... I mean, I could see the Young Bucks possibly winning it and then defending them against the Lucha Brothers on their first TV show or right. something. Or, you know, just doing it on a AAA show and losing them there. But, yeah, other than that, I just don't see them, you know, winning here. And like I said, if it was AEW belts, I would probably change my answer, but I think Lucha Brothers are going to win it. Yeah, you're probably right. So in case you haven't heard, and I'm sure by this point you all have, but John Moxley had to pull out of All Out because of a... Staph infection, I believe is what it was. Because of that, Pac has actually filled in for him. And we're going to have Kenny Omega versus Pac. And I'm assuming this is what you think will be match of the night, Kyle. Is that correct? That is correct. I think this match is going to be awesome. Because Kenny Omega is going to work well with anybody. But Pac just kind of elevates. I think he'll elevate it to another level. I think we've seen Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks a lot. And they're going to have an awesome match. I'm not saying they're not. And it's a ladder match, too, so it's, it's going to be exciting for sure. Right. But as far as just like a straight wrestling match, I think, I mean, even so with a ladder match being in front of them, I think Omega and Pac are just going to put on an awesome show. It, just because Pac is so great, he can do so much. He's so athletic. I think, you know, him and Kenny are just going to do some really cool stuff that people haven't seen before. And we really haven't seen them work together. Have they ever worked together? Not that I know of. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling they're going to really want to go out all all out for this. Uh, uh, that's what you did. Waka, waka, waka! <laughs> so I, I have a feeling they'll step it up here, and this will be the match of the night. As far as my pick, I could go, honestly, I could go either way here. I think, I actually like, I don't like that Moxley's injured, but I'm kind of glad he's not in this match because they can now build it up 
for something in the future. And I think they could start doing that on their TV once he's healthy. I think this actually works better for a, a kind of one-off match between Omega and Pac. I, I want to say Omega is going to win because he needs to build to that Moxley match and Pac doesn't really have anything right now, but I could see Pac winning as well. And then, you know, maybe Paige wins in the world title match and they kind of do what they were going to do leading up with those two going at, after each other. So, but my pick is going to be Kenny Omega for this match. Okay. I think that Kenny Omega, I think he has to win. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit because I know Pac and Hangman were at the, the, the very first AEW rally, essentially in Jacksonville, and they both wanted to be the first world champion. And I think we will eventually get that match. But I think to keep the Kenny Omega, John Moxley match strong, because Moxley can be back in just a couple months if I'm understanding the way that this is all working, maybe even a month. Right. I think he'll be back for TV, and that's why yeah. I think he doesn't have to be on the show, and I'm kind of glad he's not. So he can they can kind of pick up without having a match and you know him and, Mo- and um, Omega and Moxley having a story right away on TV. Yeah, and I think that, that Kenny Omega can't lose before John Moxley comes back. He can't right. do it. So I think this match will be incredible. I think it will be really close. I think it'll go a long time. I'm assuming it'll probably have a 60-minute time limit. So they'll probably go for 25, 30 minutes. I think Kenny Omega will pick up this, will pick up the win. And boy, howdy, it's going to be good. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. So, yeah, I just saw on uh, John Moxley's feed that it's a, uh, he has MRSA in his elbow. So he's having a bursa sack removed. Uh, so, however long it takes to recover from that, I have no idea. MRSA is serious, though. So, very serious. So, I think this was the easiest one for me to pick because Kenny Omega is going to win this uh, hands down. Uh, I agree. It's going to be a great match. Um, I think we all, all think that it's going to be a great match because Pac is very good in the ring. He's a jerk outside the ring, but he's very good inside the ring. So, and I think the, I think he knows his role here. It's not to, I think his role here is to put over Kenny Omega and not himself. Right. Now, you, you know, you mentioned the time limit. Could this be another one of those they've reached the end of the time no. and be a no contest? You don't think so? So I was actually going to say I might change my answer because I actually forget. Since it's hard because WWE doesn't do time limits ever. Yeah. I always forget that AEW does it and enforces it. So I'm actually going to change my pick for a draw here. I think Kenny Omega will come out. You cannot stronger. steal my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> What the I was, heck? I was actually going to say it as soon as Matt said time limit. And I was like, oh, yeah, they do do that. Hmm. Is that where you're heading, Chris? Because, I, I mean, if, if it is, it's I'm not doing it. I couldn't tell, about, you know, where you're going. But I just wanted to make sure. Okay. There, so, someone else has the heel role now. It's not Chris. Uh, wow. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Go ahead and finish your thought, Chris. Oh, thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs> Forget it. Kenny Omega, shut up. Leave me alone. Oh, man. That was incredible. I'm so glad that happened. Um, and for your main event, to be, become the first all-elite wrestling world heavyweight champion, we have Adam Hangman Page, who Cody Rhodes said, out of his mouth is the future of wrestling and Chris freaking Jericho. Chris. <laughs> I knew you'd make me go first. <laughs> so, Kyle, do you want me to keep talking or do you just want to say what I was going to say? No, just I'll interrupt when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> There's no decorum on this show anymore. None. All right, I'm not going to be a hypocrite because if you remember, if, if the listeners recall from the very beginning when we talked about the AEW World Championship match, I said from the beginning, it's going to be Hangman Page. I, there was never any question. I never faltered from that, and I'm still going to stick with that. I love Chris Jericho. I think he, he we've already discussed this. He is my absolute favorite wrestler of all time which is why I think that he is totally fine. He is totally fine putting over anyone he has to for the sake of the business. 
because he loves the business that much. Adam Hangman Page will be the first AEW world champion. Okay. Kyle? Uh, I mean, I've said on here several times, I love Hangman Page. I love his look. I love his ring entrance. And to me, that's like a big thing in wrestling. Like, as, as we'll talk about some point down the road, uh, whenever we do our uh, Raw review for the week, my girlfriend saw Baron Corbin come out on Monday Night Raw, and she just said, he's nothing. <laughs> so the way you come out matters. Paige just oh, always comes you know out. What? You know what? Because of the way he comes out, Chris Jericho, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to interrupt. I, I get it. I understand. I'm following. Yeah. So, you Chris came out. <laughs> So Hangman's, I just love his whole image, his, his entrance, everything about him. I think he's great. And I agree with Cody Rhodes. He is the future of the business of AEW, of wrestling. But he's not the present. The present is Chris Jericho. I think Chris Jericho is going to win this match and be the first AEW champion because you know he loves to talk and he's just going to run his mouth off on the first television show when he walks out with that belt around his shoulder, around his waist. And he's going to be front and center of all the advertisements with that belt tight on his shoulder. I think Chris Jericho is the face of AEW for now, at least until hangman is completely ready. So I have Chris Jericho winning this match. Hangman page is going to come to the ring on a freaking horse. <laughs> he better. That's what he said. I don't know if he's going to do it, but I really, I really think he will. I hope he comes out with coconuts. That would be so good. So Hangman Page is a terrific worker. He's good on the mic. He's got an awesome look. He's got a classic gimmick. And I really do think he's the future. But I'm going to agree with Kyle, and let me tell you why. Because when AEW debuts on Wednesday night against NXT, the opening segment, will be Chris Jericho strutting down to the ring, holding that giant, beautiful, golden belt. I'm telling you. And another thing is Chris Jericho is 47, 48 years old, and he signed, I believe, a three-year contract. I hope Chris Jericho wrestles until he's not physically able, because I don't want him to... Well, that sounded wrong. I want Chris Jericho to be able... I want Chris Jericho to be able to wrestle... I want him to be paralyzed. No, I want Chris Jericho to be able to wrestle physically for a lot longer. Die in the ring. No, (laughs) for my entertainment. Okay, I want I want Chris. Let me. I'm gonna say it again. I want Chris Jericho to be able to wrestle for a long time, and I hope his body holds up. But when his contract's up, he's gonna be 51 years old. Chris Jericho at some point needs to be the AEW champion, and I think right now is the time. He gives the name, he gives the star value of the when AEW debuts, and he can really put someone over when he loses the belt. And in his last 12 to 18 months, he'll do basically nothing but put guys over, and he will do it incredibly well. And I agree with you, Chris. Chris Jericho has no problem putting over the young guys, but right now is not the right time. Your first AEW World Heavyweight Champion will be Chris Jericho. And if you disagree with me, you just made the list. <laughs> it's okay because I don't mind telling you that you're a stupid idiot. <laughs> I think I think Chris Jericho has to win this match because like I was saying, it's it's all part of the brand and like like I said, he has to be front and center on, on their posters. He's gonna be the big star when they debut on TV. And if he doesn't have a belt around his shoulder, like it's going to be weird for him to be front and center and Hangman to have the belt in the back. Like he, Hangman's just not the star that Jericho is yet. I think he can be, and I think he will. But Jericho, I think, has to be the guy to start off their uh, their television. I just I, I disagreed in this, and because I think that that that's kind of the purpose of AEW. It's not to give what everyone thinks. It's to give who who they feel is going to carry them the longest and Chris Jericho doesn't need to have the title to be the face on the poster. Like it's just, he doesn't need that. He, his name alone carries that 
that that precedent. But Adam Page, he does need the belt to be the to 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 be on the on the poster. So I have no problem telling y'all that y'all are wrong. It's fine. Okay. All right. I would not be upset if he won. I do I love that either. Yeah. 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 I love Chris Jericho. He's one of my favorites of all time, if not my very favorite. But I, I man, I, I just I I really would be okay with Hangman Page winning. So we're gonna play a game. And we're going to play a new game that we've never we've never played before. Ooh. And uh, so this is he wouldn't he would not tell us what it is, by the way. Just FYI. So this is yeah, the, we have no this idea. is a little different. And first of all, I want to give a shout out to WhatCulture.com because I'm absolutely blatantly ripping this off from them. So <laughs> great, I, they did it about wow, and we got sued. Yeah, Fantastic. They they did it about a month or two ago, and I wanted to wait and give it enough time because I didn't I didn't think you guys had seen it. And uh, I didn't want to just, you know, piggyback right on them. But it was so good. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to do this with Chris and Kyle. So have you guys heard of the website Cameo? Yes. No. So what Cameo is, is there are celebrities and Suedo celebrities on there. And you say, okay. Suedo? Well, you say Suedo? What, what is the word? Pseudo. Pseudo <laughs> celebrity. So are you happy now? Wow. Okay. There are celebrities. Wow. And, uh, and I have a Suedo coat somewhere, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are celebrities, no, and I, I, I'm really concerned about John Moxley getting pneumonia. And <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, we're going to move on from this. So there, there are, <laughs> there are celebrities and pseudo celebrities that that you pay them money, and they'll give you a, like a 30 second shout out. So like if someone's birthday, they'll say happy birthday, and then they get the money, you get your video, you're happy. So okay. re- there are lots of wrestlers on there. And I've picked out quite a bit, and I'm not going to give you guys the exact number because I don't want you to know when it will end. But we're not going to go – I'm going to give you a name, and you're going to tell me if it was higher or lower than the previous person. But the, all, the only thing you have to do to win is get the last one correct. So, Kyle, if you get 35 of them right, and Chris, you get five, but you get that last one, Chris wins. That doesn't seem very fair. Well, it's yeah. It's only like you're trying to screw me out of a game again. <laughs> so I'm going to. Uh, Chris won the last game, I believe. I don't. I, I don't think we agreed to play this. Well, I, I believe it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to flip a coin, Chris. I want you to call it in the air, and then you can choose whether to start or whether to defer. All right, tails. It is tails, Chris. Do you want to start? Or you want Kyle to start? Uh, I'll defer to the second half. Okay. So I will tell you. That Chavo Guerrero is $30. Chavo Guerrero Jr., I should say. <laughs> Kyle, I want you to tell me. I was kind of curious. You should say. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I want you to tell me if Big E is less or more than Chavo Guerrero Jr. More. Big E is $120. Wow. Matt Hardy. Do I go again, or is it Chris's turn? You go until you miss. Oh, okay. Uh, Matt Hardy is lower. Matt Hardy is lower. Matt Hardy's one hundred dollars. Hmm. That makes sense. The Godfather. Uh, lower. The Godfather is forty dollars. You're correct. <laughs> he, he he needs Uber money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leo Rush. Uh, lower. Leo Rush is less than the Godfather. He's twenty dollars. Mm. I, I kind of want to do that. Just, to, I mean, twenty bucks is nothing, right? I, sp- I think I spent more than that tonight at yeah, dude, yeah, twenty bucks is nothing. But is it more nothing than Leo Rush or message from Leo Rush? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, Jonathan, when you send it when you send it to someone, they're gonna be like, "Who the heck is this?" <laughs> Jonathan Coachman, higher. Jonathan Coachman is higher. Twenty five dollars. Seriously. Yeah, I know. He's on ESPN, I guess. Uh, Higher. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is higher at $75. I do want to say that people choose their own amount. Right. So, uh, Lillian Garcia. Uh, Higher. Lillian Garcia is lower than Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan at $50. Chris, we're moving to you. Okay. Brett, the Hitman Hart. Then Lillian Garcia? Yeah. Oh, higher. Brother Hitman Hart is 150 bucks. Heck yeah. Road Warrior Animal. Lower. 
Red Warrior Animal is lower at $50. Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> uh, I purposely put some hard ones in here. That That's a hard one. Lower? Tommy Dreamer's lower at 40 bucks. Oh, barely. The Sandman. Lower. The Sandman is higher than Tommy Dreamer. No way. At $50. No. He's got to buy that beer, man. He does. Kyle, Coco Beware. Uh, lower. Coco Beware is lower than the Sandman for 25 bucks. I love Coco Beware. I did too. Jake the Snake Roberts. Higher. Absolutely. Jake the Snake Roberts is 100 bucks. And I will tell you that I went to River City Wrestling Con a few weeks back, and his line was huge. Everyone wanted to be in Jake the Snake Roberts. They Everyone wanted his autograph. Have I told you the story about my sister running into him at that event? Uh, you did, but I don't think you told it on here. Why don't you share it real quick? So my sister goes to this event that Matt's at here in Jacksonville, and she's outside smoking a cigarette. And who comes outside to smoke a cigarette with my sister than Jake the Snake Roberts? And let me interrupt by saying his sister's probably the biggest mark I've ever met in my life. Yes, totally. So, you know, these these there's these guys that are trying to like get his attention, take a picture or whatever. And so she's like, Well, let's just turn around over here. And so they they kind of go, you know, turn their back to everyone and he like introduces himself. Hi, I'm Jake Roberts. She's like, it's like shake his hand. He's she goes, uh, can I give you a hug? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she texts so me. Good. She calls me immediately, going, "I just had a cigarette with Jake Stick Roberts." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's awesome, Gracie! Don't get arrested, please." <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. All right, uh, Jake Roberts is a hundred bucks. All right, Kyle, you ready for this one? Yes. Hornswoggle. <laughs> I'm gonna go less. He is lower at twenty bucks for Warren Swag. He is lower in more ways than one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, JTG lower. JTG's lower ten dollars. What? <laughs> yep. He's Billy K. Uh, yeah. Billy K is higher. Billy K is higher at one hundred dollars. I feel like I feel like he's getting a lot of easy ones. What they? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Joey Ryan, uh, lower. Joey Ryan is lower at fifty bucks. Zach Ryder, uh, higher. Zach Ryder is higher at one hundred dollars for Zach Ryder. The perfect ten, Sean Spears, uh, lower. Sean Spears is lower at eighty bucks. Sean Spears' wife, Peyton Royce, oh, higher. Peyton Royce is equal to Billy Kay at one hundred dollars. Who would have Ted, <laughs> who would have guessed they would have been equal? Yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase Senior, Million Dollar Man. Uh, lower. Ted DiBiase is lower at seventy five dollars. Everyone's Sonny got Kay. a price. Yeah, and his <laughs> seventy five bucks. AEW's own Sunny Kiss. Lower. Would you believe? Sunny Kiss is only twenty bucks. Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, D- Damien Sandow or Damien Mizdow. Higher. <laughs> he is higher at twenty five dollars. The Great Kali. <laughs> I don't really care what the price is because I want to go. I didn't know he was on there. I want to go order a cameo from Great Kali. <laughs> Because he would just be like, <laughs> either that or he would just roar at you. Uh, I think he's higher. He has to be. He is higher. 40 bucks. You're doing really good. Oh, that is a steal. This, <laughs> ordering one right now. Man, I don't like this game. <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry, Chris. I'm going to get screwed in the end anyway. So. Yep. Uh, Victoria, is that what he said? Uh-huh. She's higher. She is higher. $50. Multiple-time 24-7 champion, Drake Maverick. Higher. Drake Maverick is higher at $100. Mm. Sonya Deville. Uh, lower. Sonya Deville is lower at $65. Mojo Rawley. 
I'm going to go higher. Mojo Raleigh, my boy, at $69. <laughs> Isn't it perfect? Uh, he is friends with uh, uh, with Gronk. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. AEW's Darby Allen. Lower. Darby Allen is lower at $45. Rob Van Dam. He just higher, needs weed money. Sure. <laughs> RVD is 100 bucks. He, OC member Luke he's Gallus. He's a whole effing show, so... Uh, he is. Uh, Gallus is lower. Luke Gallows, who apparently thinks very highly of himself, is $200. <laughs> I think he probably doesn't want to do it, so he just jacked the price. <laughs> Hang on a second. Is that, are we talking about dollars or yen? <laughs> no, $200. Oh, gosh, which is a lot of yen. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Jackie Gata. Who is that? <laughs> uh, Miss Jackie, Charlie Haas's wife. Oh, lower. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Emma slash Tanil Dashwood. Higher. She is higher, $50. Terry Runnels. Emma is cheaper than the Iconics. She is. Wow. Uh, $50, Terry Runnels. Oh, God. Lower. Tara Reynolds is 70 bucks. She's higher. Why? I just, I, they put their own prices. See, this, Kyle, this, this game sucks. <laughs> Kyle, Vicky Guerrero. I don't want to play this game again. <laughs> uh, lower. Vicky Guerrero is higher at $100. She's Excuse a Guerrero. Me? Yes. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> so when we were at River City Wrestling Con, she had a table. And at one point, I guess someone asked her to scream. So, like, we're all doing our own thing. And she screams, excuse me, at the top of her lungs. And the entire convention center looks over at her. And she's screaming <laughs> into the cell phone. And we're like, all right, that's great. I'm down. How much hey, was uh, it again? Vicky Grow was $100. $100. All right, so Chris, Lacey Evans. Lower. Lacey Evans. It's only $35. Dude, you should totally buy that for my birthday. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, jo- oh, oh uh, from 35? This is a tough one. Yep. I'm going to uh, hire. Brian Pillman Jr. is 10 bucks. Dadgummit. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> All right, Kyle, we're in the home stretch now. I was thinking maybe be like 40. Yeah. Dang it. Titus Worldwide. Titus O'Neill. Higher. 75 bucks. I was about to say, he better be higher than $10. <laughs> He's father of the year. Who? Mickey James. Uh, higher. Mickey James is $250. She also does not want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's also now, a singer, so, yeah. That's true. Now, for all the marbles, higher or lower than $250, Kyle, Jerry the King Lawler. I'm going to go higher. Memphis legend, WWE Hall of Famer, and the only true king in all of wrestling, Jerry the King Lawler. Is one hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I just had a feeling he'd be one that like would not want to do it. So I was like, he probably said his prize is like five hundred dollars. It's like five hundred bucks. I'm not doing yeah. this. Oh man, a, Kyle, that I, means I had a feeling that he'd be less just because yeah. he seems to like people more. I think Mickey James is one of the most. Exp- I think I think she was the most expensive wrestler on there, if I remember right. I know that uh, Sean Aston's like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, definitely worth more than Mickey J. Anyway, because I saw his name and I was like, "Oh, Seppi's a big fan of Lord of the Rings. She likes him in yeah. uh, in Stranger Things. That'd be a pretty cool birthday gift or something." You know, that's, that's a expensive birthday gift. Well, for yeah, I saw the price tag and I was like, "Screw that!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be different if you like meet him at a con. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this show's going really, really long. So, Kyle, you get to play the Beat the Clock Devil's Advocate Challenge. Great. And since it's all about All Out, I want you to tell me 
that after the match, whoever wins, Hangman Page or Chris Jericho, I want you to tell me how they're going to debut their newest AEW superstar, Gilberg. And wow, go. So Chris Jericho is going to win the main event. He's going to be standing over Adam Hangman Page with the AEW belt held high when suddenly the music hits. All the fans stand up. This is the big reveal. Goldberg has signed with AEW. But no, Gilbert comes out. The crowd goes wild. They're going crazy for him. And just as he's about to make his way to the ring, who comes out? Ralphus. <laughs> Ralphus comes out. He gives Gilbert the boot and saves Chris Jericho from the beating he would have received. And Jericho stands with Ralphus. The belt above his head it celebrates <laughs> as we sign off of All Out. That's so good. It's so good. You went a little over 30 seconds, but I don't care. I'm not about, I wasn't about to stop the Ralphus rant. That's incredible. Uh, you can follow us all on Instagram at Rick. <laughs> Just thought that'd be a fun little interest there. Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> you, you, you My ears follow, thank you as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can follow You'll us all edit on it later. It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can follow us all on Instagram at Wrestle Life Radio and on Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. Chris, you can follow think we can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at at Chris Cumby. Kyle, we can follow you on Instagram at Kyle.poly. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleLifeMatt. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back with a review show next week. We'll also have Raw and SmackDown up within the next few days, so please give us another listen. Please hit that subscribe button. Please tell your friends. We really appreciate all you do for us. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Adam Page will be the champion. You're next. <laughs>